The following program does not offer personal medical advice. Please consult your doctor before using any treatment or product we cover. Welcome to Go to Health Radio with your host, Jonathan Marks. We provide a welcoming environment where experts educate you on important health topics, answer your questions, and provide information from which you can benefit in consultation with your doctor. And now, here is Jonathan Marks. Welcome back to Go to Health, everybody. My name is Jonathan Marks. So good to be with you again this week. You know, there's a big, big process happening in healthcare right now, which is the creation of apps that you can use on your phone or your pad. Um, And those apps can really kind of measure your symptoms for different kinds of diseases or disorders and report them directly to your doctor. And we're talking today with the chief medical officer of one of those apps and the name of the website is and the business is called BeCare Link. So the question is, if could you play games on your phone and answer questions and then send that to your provider and they'd be able to tell how you're doing. So this is now enabled with the BeCare Link app and it can generate objective measurements of changes in your neurologic function and your cognition and your mood. And this is particularly helpful right now for people with multiple sclerosis. It captures data about what meds you've been on and the benefit you experience, the frequency and nature of your MS flares, and then your mood, your diet and exercise and your family history. So this is really quite amazing all on your phone, or as I say, on on your pad. The data is linked to the computer of any physician you select, and your physician can use the information to modify your treatment as appropriate. This is a whole new area in healthcare that is coming towards us uh, in the 2020s, and I'm very excited to introduce our guest. She's the Chief Medical Officer for BeCare Link. Her name is Dr. Sharice Lichman, MD. She's a neurologist who trained at Yale School of Medicine and Cornell New York Hospital. She had a private practice for 25 years before joining the faculty at the Yale School of Medicine. She's worked with contract research organizations monitoring pharmaceutical trials and created a migraine service at a telehealth company. Dr. Lichman is the chief medical officer at BeCare. BeCare is a digital health company specializing in neurologic disorders such as multiple sclerosis. BeCare's goal is to empower patients to help their physicians follow their clinical progress, as well as to help uh, facilitate pharmaceutical trials in advancing the care of MS patients. So welcome to the show, Dr. Lichman. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me on today. My pleasure. So tell us, what is the overall objective of BeCare Link and what kind of projects you're working on? So multiple sclerosis affects over 1 million Americans um, at this time. And uh, for those who aren't familiar with multiple sclerosis, it's a scarring that's based on an autoimmune process. So the body is attacking the brain and it can affect the brain and the spinal cord. And it can present in many different ways, visual problems, motor problems, sensory balance, cognition, depression, all of those things. So there are many, many different manifestations uh, of multiple sclerosis. And we are having a bountiful supply of new treatments enter the field all the time now. 
in the last 10 years, it's been an embarrassment of riches. So that we can now, from the time that I started practice to now, I can tell you that I don't hospitalize anyone now hmm. for multiple sclerosis. Really? Wow. Now, I, I can't remember the last time I had a patient go from walking to a cane or from cane to a wheelchair. And this was totally not the case a couple of decades ago when I entered. And the reason for that is that the medications are just so good. The problem is that uh, every individual will respond differently to the different medications. And so there is a stepwise paradigm of how the physician selects the medication based on the overall health, the risk, the nature of the person's disease. And they need to track that condition and how the patient is feeling and tolerating it over time to decide when it's time to move on to the next one. Because as you can imagine, as the medications become stronger, they also have more side effects. So you mm -hmm. don't start with, with the end, you know, the end goal or the most powerful medication. If you are seen at an MS clinic, then there is a disability score that is calculated which is based on about a 45 minute evaluation and it gives you a number on the disability scale. However, even at an MS center, it takes a long time. And not all the staff is certified. You have to be certified in scoring the EDSS. So what happens is that even if you're seen at an MS center, you're probably only getting this test once a year. Mm -hmm. But we know that MS flares so that it's very hard to objectify what's going on. Further, even if it's done at an MS center, if it's done by two different clinicians, the scores are gonna be different. There's gonna be a huge inter-rater variability. Hmm. But the bigger problem is that the vast majority of MS patients are not seen at an MS center. They're seen at, by general neurologists or more frequently by family practitioners. And none of these uh, family practitioners or general neurologists can do an EDSS score. So then what you are depending on is you're depending on the patient reporting what's going on and on a neurologic exam, which may not be as detailed, but may, not only will it not be as detailed, but it's going to fluctuate day to day. So if we want to provide the best care, we have to have the best monitoring. And this is uh, where we come in because we have an app, which is very easy to use. It's fun to use. It's a game. It's kind of like, you know, the different candy crushes or other games that people use. Mm -hmm. But through that, we're measuring, we're actually measuring motor, cerebellar, cognition, sensory, um, walking, all of these different tasks that are not measurable by any other app out there. So the app, the phone collects this information through the accelerometer and the gyrometer. And then we have an, an AI, artificial intelligence, trained to calculate a score. And that score is very, very closely tied to the one that your, a clinician would get in the MS center. Mm -hmm. In fact, we've already done two studies uh, at Yale and at Cornell, and we've shown that there's very similar. Further, the data is, does not have any greater inter-rater variability than if two clinicians at an MS center did it. Say, say that again. What, is that, what does that mean? That means that if you compare the, the AI-generated score 
mm-hmm. to a clinician score, mm. the difference would not be any greater than if you took the score from two different clinicians doing the same grading. Got it. So okay. it really gives you exactly what's going on in the MS centers. Right. But you don't have to be an MS specialist to use this. So um, we have the patients do it at home, mm-hmm. and then it is being programmed and can be sent on a physician portal where they will get the scores. But not only will they get the scores, they'll get a graph of scores. And so they can see when there's been a decline. Mm-hmm. Now, there are two things that we need to watch with MS. Number one, is there progression over time? But also people have flares. And when they have a flare, they have an acute worsening of symptoms that will resolve in a matter of weeks if given steroids or other interventions or up to nine months, if not. It's very hard now to get in to see a neurologist or a family practitioner or into an MS center. And this allows the patient to say, hey, I'm having a vision change. I have optic neuritis, I think. Let me send you over my B-care scores. The clinician can look at it and say, yep, there's been a drop. Let's put you on those steroids. Boom, it all happens within a day. And wow. we can shorten the disability and shorten the progression over time. You mentioned that the typical family practitioner or even the neurologist can't basically give a patient the EDDS score. When they receive scoring from your app, can these general practitioners or neurologists competently you know, increase or change medication or do you need to be seen by an MS specialist? It's always best to be seen by an MS specialist, but that's not something that's in the cards for most Americans. Number one, because of insurance. Number two, because of proximity. Number three, because the wait time to get in is probably about eight months. My gosh. Um, So the way that we have it displayed on the physician portal is with an explanation. Mm -hmm. So it shows a trend, but it also gives an explanation for the physician who's going on board. What does this mean? What do these numbers mean? And um, we will never give the guidance to the physician as to when to change medication. That's, that's their call. But we're going to give them the tools and we're going to empower the patients to be able to say, hey, I'm not doing well. Can mm-hmm. we catch this before I end up in the ER? Now, this yes. was already a problem well before the pandemic. And now it's an even greater problem. Sure. But if you go further, you know, with my background as a medical monitor running clinical trials, this is also something that's going to help advance the field. So not only will patients help themselves, but they can help the field because pharmaceutical companies can get this data de-identified and see whether or not their drugs are working. So they can run clinical trials without necessitating Patients, number one, being exposed to the COVID virus by mm-hmm. coming in for the visits, but also the uh, reduce the, the burden on the patient who doesn't have great ambulation from coming into the office. So, you know, the possibilities are limitless. One goal we have is never to charge a patient to do this. And so the app, which is currently being used by over 2,400 patients already, is free. And clinicians will get the data for free. If the physicians choose to bill for their services, for remote services, they will pay B-Care a nominal amount to be able to do so. So it's a win-win situation. 
Great. So let's explain that a little bit in terms of clinical trials, because I know you're familiar, but I don't think most of our listeners are. What you're saying is, if I understand it, is that you do provide data to pharmaceutical companies, but it's, as you said, de-identified, meaning that all personal data is removed uh, before it's sent to the pharmaceutical company. So what the pharmaceutical company can do, if I understand this correctly, is they can conduct a clinical trial with different or new medications and see what kind of response the patients are having via your app. Is that what I'm hearing? That's correct. Further, with all of the information that we collect, anyone can have access to the data and look at what role diet has, what role family history has, um, you know, what's the average length uh, before somebody has their second flare on a given medication. All of, we, we collect so much data mm-hmm. that we want to make it available to anyone who wants to use that study. Now, when you say that, how, how is data privacy protected? Because, you know, if I'm an MS patient, I don't want my data going out to anybody who wants to use it. How, how is my privacy protected? So no identifying information, no name, no birth date, no you know, anything that would link this to the patient. Mm-hmm. Would not go to anyone other than the physician that you have to sign up on your app. So you're the one who picks the physician you want to share the information with, and that personal information goes to your physician so they can work with you. But in terms of the rest of the data and how it gets used, your name and any kind of identifying information is taken off. That's right. We will never sell any identifying information. Yeah, because that would be in, in violation of uh, HIPAA privacy laws. So your information is safe with BeCareLink. What other kinds of um, apps are you in thinking about creating in addition to this MS app? Yeah, so it's been very exciting. We chose to start with MS because MS involves so many different parts of the nervous system. Our next one in development, which we hope will be out by the end of the year, is the ALS, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, or Lou Gehrig's disease. Mm -hmm. And we've been working closely with uh, the different support groups in ALS to help find what needs to be measured, what are the needs of the patients. So as compared to ALS, we're going to focus a little bit more on motor. We're going to focus a little bit more on ambulation and on strength. Um, And we're going to be adding on a a new pulmonary device that we've created Hmm. um, so that when you have ALS, unfortunately, there is no cure at this time. People will deteriorate over time, some more quickly than others. At a certain point, if you have severe disease, you're not going to be able to play these gamified apps. However, at that point, the most important thing is to monitor the pulmonary function, because Mm -hmm. that's how people get into trouble towards the end. So by using this device to show how much air is getting in, we have alerts on the system to contact your doctor to say, hey, there's a problem, whether it's more oxygen needed, whether he needs to get a respiratory therapist out there to clear the airways. So that's the ALS app. We are also uh, in the moment planning for dementia. Hmm. So we're trying to find a screening tool that is very sensitive, but will allow people to know that it's time to reach out to a physician. But it's not the difference between our app and all of the other apps out there is that we're using quantifiable data. 
So there are multiple, multiple MS apps out there. Hmm. And the majority of them, and, and true for the ALS as well, ALS world, uh, the majority of them are questionnaires. How are you feeling? Are you having a problem going to the bathroom? You know, are you depressed? Those are all important questions, and they are incorporated in B-Care, but there's no objective data. Right. It's just so, all patient-reported. All patient-reported. Right. And so they really can't they really can't replace a visit with a doctor. And when you do a remote telemedicine visit with a doctor, certainly that's better than not having a visit, but you're not getting any quantifiable data on strength. How can you really measure strength, you know, over the over Zoom? Thank you for all that information, Dr. Lichman. So we will be back in just a minute with Dr. Sharice Lichman. She's the Chief Medical Officer of BeCare Link. And I want to remind you that you can listen to our show on voiceamerica.com. You can also listen to it on seven podcast networks, and you can watch us at gotohealthmedia.com. And on the website at gotohealthmedia.com, you can also choose to get updates and you click the link that says get updates and we will be happy to add you to our email list to let you know about the shows that we publish. So again, we're talking with Sharice Lichman, MD. She's the Chief Medical Officer of B-Care Link. Stay with us. We'll be right back after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What are the labels that identify us? Who are we and how do we figure out our place in the world? Do we own our narrative? If you were to create your biography today, what would it say about you? Listen for Dropping In with host Diane Dewey, the author of the award-winning memoir, Fixing the Fates. Diane and her guests will give their version of Finding Themselves. Find out about your authenticity by dropping in every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Are you fully connected? We're all online in more ways than we can imagine. Our business, our family, our health, and our money are all part of the cyber-connected world, and it's getting more frightening every day. On My Connected Life, host Tyler Cohen-Wood takes you into the exciting world of cyber and shows you what you need to know right now to keep your cyber-connected life safe and your data within your control. Get all the information, the news you need to know, and a lot of fun and surprises. Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Go to Health Radio. To reach Jonathan Marks or his guest expert on the live program, call in to 1 866 472 5788. 
That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jonathan Marks at GoToHealthMedia.com. Now, back to this week's show. Okay, welcome back. This is Jonathan Marks and Go to Health, and we're talking with Dr. Sharice Lichman from BeCareLink.com, and we're talking about their latest app, which measures the conditions and symptoms of multiple sclerosis. And what I wanted to find out, Sharice, is how people use the app and how often they should use the app. And what you were saying is that the app really creates the kind of quality data that is pretty equal to a physician visit. So tell us a little bit more about how people use the app. So there are two ways that MS progresses. It progresses over time with added disability as there's more and more scarring in the brain, which hopefully will be thwarted by the new medications. There'll be a decline in neurologic function. Mm-hmm. But in between, if you have relapsing remitting MS, which is the bulk of the uh, cases, you'll have a flare that starts over a matter of days, peaks, and then will go away over a matter of weeks. But if you don't treat it with steroids or other interventions, it can go on for months and it may end up in greater disability if you don't address it. Mm. So in terms of longitudinal follow-up, we recommend that people use the app once a month And then in terms of acute, as soon as you feel that there's something different, Mm -hmm. we suggest that you do the app at that time and contact your physician. So your physician may may decide to have a remote visit with you every three months. So patients should use this once a month and it is up to the patient, the physician, how often they're going to do their remote visits. Um, Probably will be two to three times a year Mm-hmm. And that's how they'll be able to follow any longitudinal changes. Right. Um, but we also recommend that as soon as they detect a change, that they use it again and alert their physician. I've used the app today. Please take a look at it. I'm not doing as well. Mm-hmm. So to get started, this app is good on Android and Apple okay. uh, products. So you can go to, it has to be a phone and not an iPad because it's done with the phone held in hand. It's the movements of your hand that are how we measure some of the motor and the sensory and the walking scores. So you go to one of those, uh, either to the Google store or the, or the Apple store, you download the BeCare MS link, and then you register and you start using it. So anytime you open it up, there will be um, a questionnaire. The questionnaire that you do the first time is in depth and includes previous medications and first uh, date of symptoms. When you go back each time, you don't have to go through all that. You're just going to update anything new. Is there something new that's changed your mood or a flare, a new sensory problem? And then you will go to you do the activities. And the activities include tracing a ball up on a path, There'll be different types of typing tests uh, when you hear a sound, checking different patterns to see if they look the same. But there'll also be a six-minute walk, a 25-foot walk. Um, It'll assess how you get up, stand up, and go. But the bottom line is the app is actually fun, and it's really similar to the games that you would do for recreation. 
again, you really need to use this with your phone. And if I can repeat what you were saying, Dr. Lichman, um, that people should use the app once a month. So you kind of get a baseline score uh, over a period of time. And then if you have a flare up, you should use, use the app and get in touch with your physician um, exactly. so that they know that you're having a, a more acute episode. So thank you for that. Um, I wanted to find out how you, a little bit about your background and how you got into medicine and in particularly into meta, uh, multiple sclerosis. There are just so many choices you can go into medicine. If you could share with your ba- us with your background a little bit. Absolutely. Well, the BeCare app actually was um, based on the loss of my sister. And my sister, Beth, uh, actually is what inspired me to become a physician. She was, you know two years older and I followed whatever Beth did (laughs) and Mm -hmm. Beth became a physician and I realized that that was my passion as well. She went into radiology, I I went into neurology because those were the classes that really piqued my interest Mm -hmm. uh, when I was at school, at med school. And I was a general neurologist for a couple of decades and uh, subspecialized in migraine and in MS. And the reason those two piqued my interest was because there was something you could do. You could make people feel better. Mm-hmm. And that's why I chose those two fields. And it, it made it very rewarding. Um, it made every day gratifying, filled with hugs, um, as well as, you know, with some disappointments. And so I did that uh, for a couple of decades. I joined the faculty at the Yale School of Medicine, where I came in contact and uh, with colleagues who specialize in MS, who specialize in ALS, and learned a great deal from them. And around that time, we lost my sister Beth, uh, who was a radiologist, because she herself didn't have her disease process tracked and followed and detected in time. And we became motivated to try to make this a better, easier more foolproof experience for other patients, mm-hmm. but also one that was less fraught with the stress of getting help. You know, so we believe very much in empowerment, self-empowerment of the patient. Um, I also worked for a while with a CRO, which is a contract research organization, monitoring uh, drug trials. So I learned a great deal about trials. And so that's come in well, um, handy in uh, doing our own trials. And I also have helped create uh, a migraine service line on a tele- telehealth company. So I bring all of that to be care. The personal experience, the need, my love for neurology, my, for my patients, but also understanding what it is to be able to run a trial, what it is to be able to deliver that care to somebody who needs it. That's a, a wonderful background. Thank you for sharing that personal story. When you talk about running a trial, can you tell, tell us a little bit about and share with the audience what, a little bit about what running a trial, what's the process and how that works so that people understand how medical research is done? Yeah, me- medical research is, is very, very detail oriented. So you want there to be no variables unaccounted for. So people have to have measurements the same at the same time intervals. They have to have them done in a reliable way so that the measurements are done either by the same clinician or on the same instrument. And that's where B-Care comes in. But because B-Care would be taking the measurements each time, there wouldn't be any variability based on how the rater was rating it. 
And that's one of the beauties of this. Um, But when you run a clinical trial, patients have to come in every six weeks, every four weeks over, over the course of a year. And it really is, it's a burden, you know, it's a real commitment. It's a real gift that you're giving to other patients with your illness, but this is going to make that easier. And while we were trying to run uh, trials during the pandemic, we would lose entire visits and we would lose a lot of data because people couldn't come in. The physicians weren't there, you know, the patients couldn't come in. And this uh, obviates the need for any inpatient or in-house evaluation. It also will reduce the cost of running a clinical trial, and that translates down the road to a faster production of, of data, but also to a less expensive. And if it's less expensive in the production, it's going to be less expensive when it comes to the market. So really what you're doing, and you talked about the variability of people in responding to medication. So I'm presuming that in this in a clinical trial when you're testing a, a, a drug or a let's say a medical device, you will see that variability, but I'm assuming it's within certain limits so that you can make generalizations about how effective the medication or the device is. Exactly. So for example, when we did our trial two trials so far on the BCare app, we would make sure that the age range was the, was limited. Mm-hmm. We would make sure that we analyzed it by the degree of disability, so by the range of EDSS scores and by the medications that people are on. So you, you get rid of the other variables so you can see through to that. Right. And, and you're also saying that the BeCare app, especially in this time of COVID, and also with the addition of reduced mobility by the kinds of patients you're working with, the BeCare app really enables a continuous follow-up and repeated follow-up on a continual basis when the patient uses the app. Exactly. So any data that's collected for a clinical trial is going to be available to the patient. So the patient is continuing. They're not doing anything different than than they would be doing on the BeCare app anyway. Mm -hmm. So right now, for example, one pharmaceutical company, Biogen, is using uh, our app to test an effect from their uh, medication called Tisabri. Tisabri has this effect, it's called a feel-good effect. Patients always say they feel better when they're on it, but they don't know why. And so by using our analyses, the BeCare app, we're starting people on Tisabri, we're measuring the feel-good effect, and but at the same time, we're measuring all of these motor, sensory, cognitive, ambulatory um, parameters. So now Biogen will be able to understand in what way is their medication helping mm-hmm. make people feel better. So, so one of the big issues in healthcare these days that people are realizing is we have a great healthcare system with all these, this technology and everything, but one of the big issues is access. How do you access this healthcare? And one of the problems has been as people who live in more rural areas or more suburban areas, it's much harder for them to get to a specialist or a particular doctor that they want to see. Tell us a little bit about how that app, how your app, the BeCare link and the apps you're working on help with access. So anybody can use it anywhere at any time of the day. Mm-hmm. And if a family care doctor or a neurologist at an non-MS center needs help, they have that data. They can now call on an MS center 
and ask the physician can and ask for help. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, telemedicine that's going on right now where, you know, radiology is outsourced and uh, rural areas are having telemedicine for stroke. But this is the same thing. The patient can do it when they need it. Right. And this way, the data is very clear. It can be shared with whoever. The other thing that it helps is that people don't stay in one place. And every, every hospital, every clinic uses a different EMR, mm-hmm. electronic medical record. Right. This way, you can go to a new doctor and sign them up to have access. And they have all the history from when you very first started to use it, wow. including your medication history, including where your disability was. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, it really it comes with you wherever you go. It's really incredible. It's one of the amazing things about technology in this day and age is that you, it really is becoming um, much more ubiquitous and you're able to take your information from one place to another kind of seamlessly. Tell us, how does this, how do you think this affects MS patients or their families or caregivers in terms of getting them better care? Well, I think, first of all, um, people feel less panicky when they don't feel well Mm -hmm. you know you've got optic neuritis you you lost your vision i say that because it's the easiest to explain you don't want to go into the er right now and be exposed to an er full of COVID patients right you call your doctor your doctor doesn't have an opening on the schedule for six months there's let there's more reassurance okay I can do this test and I can get an answer back immediately. And if I see that I've gotten worse, then I can leave a message for my doctor who can then act on it. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that it gives us insight into more than just motor, right? So if a patient is becoming depressed, if a patient is losing weight, if a patient's diet is slipping, if a patient is having cognitive issues, these are not elements that the patient or the caregivers either will necessarily recognize or Mm -hmm. want to admit to. And so there's this whole, um, it takes it out of their hands. It's objective. You know, it it takes, it puts the onus out of their hands. Right, right. So, So really what you're doing is enabling the patient to share more data, which is going to be helpful to the doctor and actually call that data to the attention of the doctor so they're aware of it. That's right. So let's okay. say weight loss or depression or whatever, and, and the doctor can take much better care of you with this kind of quality data. Correct. You know, in treating Alzheimer's patients um, and MS patients, patients don't want to admit that they're having, you know, cognitive issues. Mm. Right? It's scary. Mm-hmm. And the caregiver doesn't want to be the one to say it because then they become the bad guy and they can't be in a supportive role. But if there's objective data coming in every month, then the physician can say, I see from the tests that you're doing that we may have an issue here. Right. And that keeps that keeps the caregiver from being put in that awful position. Boy, there's so many advantages to using this kind of app. And and as you're saying, it really empowers both the physician and the patient. I want to talk more with you about that when we come back. We're talking with Dr. Sharice Lichman from BeCare Link. 
And we'll be back after these messages to find out more about how you can get access to the app and how you can feel more empowered as a patient. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Join hosts Navanav every week for Good Morning Canada. Our home is Canada, but our message and reach is boldly global. Our focus is on the alternative perspective, the hidden dimension, and the expansive horizon. Ideas are designed to be challenged, perceptions shattered, and information balanced. We invite you to visualize the converse viewpoint. Dare to be inquiring, but always promise an hour of lively fun. Listen worldwide at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Go to Health Radio. To reach Jonathan Marks or his guest expert on the live program, call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to Jonathan Marks at gotohealthmedia.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Go to Health. This is Jonathan Marks. We're talking with Dr. Sharish. Lichman. She is the chief medical officer of B-Care Link. She's a neurologist from the Yale School of Medicine and Cornell New York Hospital. And um, we're so pleased to have her talking about their B-Care Link app, which you can get on their website. But Sharice, tell us what should people do next if they're interested in learning more about your company or getting the app for multiple sclerosis or even getting on your email list to be informed of new apps coming up because I know you have new products coming out and continually in development. So tell us a little bit about how they can get the app. Thank you. Thank you very much. So of course, go to the website, uh, becarelink.com, and uh, that'll tell you a little bit about the company. It'll show you where to go on the Google App Store or the Apple Store to try to download this app. There's an email address to contact us directly. And we are continually revising the app to make it more user-friendly and uh, we have yet another version coming out soon. Please send us your comments. 
Mm-hmm. Um, send us your suggestions. We want to make this the best experience possible. You can use this as often as you want. And remember that patients will never be charged to use it, but their data will be used without any identification to train our AI even better, our artificial intelligence even better, to, and also to help promote future developments in the MS field. So, Sharice, I want to bring this back to your sister, Beth. I know she died after a long illness. And one of the things you mentioned at the top of the show was that she did not get the kind of continual or desirable medical care that she should have. And that kind of um, worsened the disease uh, progress. Can you talk about how this app at BeCare Link, can you talk about how your apps can improve empowerment for patients and get them the medical care they need? Yes, well, thank you. Well, Beth inspired this on two ways. Number one, because uh, there was poor detection, but once uh, you know the illness was detected, the monitoring was inadequate. And it was inadequate because um, it was all subjective questions that she was being asked instead of objective. And she was not necessarily heard by her physicians, but she also had a lack of access. Even though she was in the medical field, she could not get in to see her physicians on a timely basis. And that certainly added to her demise. Uh, But the other way in which she is really the seed for this is that Beth was brilliant and creative and had a great energy about her. And uh, that's what this company is infused with. It's motivated to make illness less a part of people's lives. Take care of what you need to care, take care of so that you have time to live while, mm-hmm. you're, while you're addressing your medical needs. Right. Yes. You know, that's so important. And I can really identify with that sense of anxiety when you don't know if things are being taken care of or if you're telling your doctor enough information or the right information. What it sounds like is your app, which is in continual development um, and, and continual update, is smart enough to really collect the full kind of information that your doctor needs to be able to assess how your health is and where you're going. You know, doctors are in this to help patients. But if you think about the demands of the healthcare system and the number of uh, problems that people come in with, they may come in with a checklist of 15 problems. It's a matter of listening and prioritizing and trying to figure out what is going on and what's the most important thing that I can deal with in the 15 minutes that the insurance company is allowing me. Yeah. And the problem is that many illnesses sneak in the back door mm-hmm. and they start out very subtly or progressions in MS, they start out very subtly. If you have an objective tool, then patients won't ever feel like they're not being heard because they're being validated by quantifiable data. That's so reassuring because I know, because I've had people who've been ill in my family and who've, friends who I've cared for, um, just that anxiety of, uh, you know, you can't live your life. And if you at least know that you're get, giving the best data you possibly can to your physician, I can imagine how that really relaxes you. And you don't have to go into the office to do this. You can do it at home and then just go on and live your life, as you were saying before, and live the best and, and quality of life so. you can. 
And more so, you're not even you're not even depending on the fact that your physician has looked at it. You're looking at it. Mm. And if you detect the change, then you alert your doctor. So this is really putting your health care into your own hands. Yes. Look at the trends. See my graph? I'm not doing well. I need a change or I'm doing very well. You know, however it is, it's putting healthcare back into the hands of the patient. And this is what we want. This is exactly what we want. And I'm so glad. Thank God. God bless your sister. And, and thank God you and your, and your company took up this call um, to really help, you know, your sister and others like her um, really live their best lives and be treated in the best way medically. And this, what this does is it really empowers the patient. And as you said before, you can do this anywhere in the world because this is all about connectivity. And um, if you've got connectivity, you can share the data and it really puts patients in power of their own health to see their own, to see their own, um, you know, trends and, and, and trend lines to see how are they doing. It's I, I, maybe this will reduce a little bit of the Google search to, <laughs> and, you know, self-diagnosis through Google. Now you're self-diagnosing through data. That's and I'm right. sure that must be very satisfying. That's right. And so we ask of the patients, use the app. Again, it's free. Help us perfect our analysis, our predictability. Um, we welcome the input from you know any of the community, the patient groups who, who have some ideas on how we can improve this. We are here to make it better for the patients. And so, you know, we're all ears. I want to thank you, Dr. Sharice Lichman, MD. She's the Chief Medical Officer for BeCareLink.com. And as we've been discussing, they have a new app, which is on the market, which is really to measure multiple sclerosis symptoms and be able to automatically report them, those data and those symptoms to the doctor so that you can get better care. Dr. Lichman, thanks so much for being with us. It was great to be with you. I appreciate your coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Okay. So I want to thank Dr. Lichman again for being on the show today. Before we leave, I wanted to talk to you more personally. I want to help as many people as possible elevate their lives with expert health news they can use. I invite you to visit our website at gotohealthmedia.com. Opt in for our emails and tell us what kind of shows you'd like to hear. You can click get updates for that. And I'd also really appreciate it if you could leave a testimonial, how you like the show, how it's helped you. And um, that can help me spread the word farther to a larger audience. So again, thanks for being with us today. It's a pleasure being with you. I really love doing these shows and hope you enjoy them as well. Let me know so I know what to do more about what kind of topics. And um, we'll be happy to listen to your requests and with your help, we can guide the show in the directions that are most valuable for you. So we'll see you again next week. Take care. This is Jonathan Marks with Go to Health. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Go to Health Radio. Be sure to join Jonathan Marks and another health expert next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You can also catch the program on your favorite podcast platform. Until our next show, be sure to visit us on the web at gotohealthmedia.com and elevate your life.